0: welcome to feeling asian a podcast where two asians talk about their feelings i'm your host young me mayor
1: and i'm your other host brian park
0: (laughs) and we're
1: we're remote
0: we're remote we are we figured out this system where we do it over facetime is this the first episode that that we're recording remotely wow this
1: is the first episode we're recording remotely
0: Yeah, you know, like when we recorded Usama's episode, that seems like years ago.
1: A simpler time when we could spit in each other's mouths and kiss (laughs) kiss each other goodbye.
0: Sexy (laughs) with tongue. (laughs) (laughs) There's no more tonguing happening. Tonguing? Is that what it's called? I forgot. Tonguing? I can't, I don't remember what, what sex is even, Brian. I don't remember what it feels like
1: what do you
0: remember anything about sex
1: i think i liked it
0: (laughs) (laughs) I honest i'm not even joking i was thinking about it like yesterday i was like spiraling and i was like thinking about actual the act of sex and i was like ew (laughs) that is i was like that's so weird why was i doing that
1: honestly though when so pre-quarantine when we all were allowed to have sex And it was (laughs) a-okay to to engage in this vile, repulsive act called sex.
0: (laughs) Gross. I would
1: never have sex dreams. I've never had a wet dream. I rarely dream. I don't have sex dreams. But now that I'm Uh in quarantine, I think because my subconscious is acutely aware that I am not allowed to have sex right now. I'm having yeah. so many sex dreams and it's so oh fucking frustrating.
0: Are they like wet dreams?
1: I'm not orgasming, but I will wake up yeah. and be like, I am incredibly horny because that was a f- really, really fucking raunchy, horny dream.
0: <laughs> I So I would have those all the time before, but I don't have them now. I'm the opposite. <laughs> this this is a crazy thing i feel like for me what happens like you know the time when you're like sleep slipping into sleep or like coming out of sleep yeah during those times my brain gets weirdly horny and then i have like these weird like pornographic like visuals inside my head like they're almost like dream like halfway awake dreams
1: can you are they lucid dreams where you control yourself in the dream
0: they're like somewhere in the, in between. They like start off as like actual dreams and then I'll realize that I'm waking up. But it happens a lot when I'm like waking up or f- slipping into sleep.
1: That's pretty cool.
0: Is not weird no yeah it's, it's actually it is,
1: fucking it's, disgusting young me these horny sex no, dreams I
0: think it's, <laughs> ew, sex like i was thinking <laughs> no brian but i was really thinking about sex and i'm like that is so weird i was just doing that with people what was i doing
1: <laughs> right when you meet someone and then two hours later your face is fully in their genitals and you're like yep yeah. that's normal <laughs>
0: this is this is normal this was that was normal life now (laughs) i'm like i can't even imagine can you even imagine like touching someone's like shoulder ew (laughs) (laughs) Ew. Um, it's only appropriate uh,
1: that this is our first remote quarantine podcast episode and from the get-go we are just talking about how horny our dreams are and how much we miss sex
0: no, I'm the o- no, that's for you. It's so op- it's like the opposite for me. Now I'm I've like gone all the way the, to the other side where I'm like I just don't want to ew.
1: Yeah, I just want what I can't have. Now that I can't have sex, mm. my body aches for it. <laughs> oh, oh my god. But so your
0: body is aching with sexual desire. How are you feeling otherwise?
1: Been doing a lot of reflection. For one, mm-hmm our podcast no one's listening to our podcast anymore and that's okay
0: okay that's that's an ex- exaggeration <laughs> i've seen the numbers they they're lower they're definitely lower but i wouldn't call it no one
1: i think it's because every there's podcasts people listen to this on their commute but no yeah. one is working or commuting so yeah. I don't even listen to music on Spotify anymore. Like, why would I want to sit down in a room and listen to a podcast or listen to music when I could just fry my brain with Tiger King content and just wild Netflix shows?
0: Yeah, that is. And I saw that there was an article about how podcast numbers are really down. Yeah, I think it's like a huge, it's like 20%.
1: What's going to survive? Pornhub is the only industry that is thriving right now. Pornhub,
0: (laughs) I don't I I keep trying it because everyone initially everyone was like, Wow, podcasts are gonna blow up. Podcasts are not blowing up. But I have to say yesterday I was listening to a podcast while doing this stupid puzzle. I got a stupid puzzle. (laughs) Oh God, life is so. When did you become so basic with your
1: puzzle and what what's next? Next week you're gonna be like, I'm (sighs) making bread now, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) i'm
0: going i'm about to make bread no honestly (laughs) i got this puzzle and i'm like way too chaotic to do it (laughs) i I was i just got so frustrated like almost immediately but i was listening to a podcast while doing it and it was actually kind of nice
1: that's great honestly i can imagine you doing a puzzle where halfway through you would give up and then just start super gluing the pieces together in like an amorphous (laughs) blob and turn it into like a contemporary art piece (laughs) you're like I'm not I don't need to be confined to the pieces. I interpret this however I want it to be.
0: That's literally what I was doing. I was like ripping off the edges. Now it fits <laughs> <laughs> Stupid puzzle. How dare you? <laughs> um
1: Um But before I get into my but before I get into my feelings, I also uh-huh. think it's worth uh mentioning th- I'm sure all of you guys who are listening have read this or have Read some commentary about it, but it's Andrew Yang's uh, Washington Post op-ed about how Asian Americans oh, yeah. should move forward in these hostile times where there is a rise yeah. in anti-Asian uh, discrimination and his solution. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who are who haven't read it yet, basically, in essence, there was one uh, prescribed piece of advice that got Andrei- Andrew Yang into... Uh, quite a lot of trouble and his prescription was we asian americans need to embrace and show our americanness in ways we never have before we need to step up help our neighbors donate gear vote wear red white and blue volunteer, fund aid organizations, and do everything in our power to accelerate the end of this crisis. We should show without a shadow, of a shadow of a doubt that we are Americans who will do our part for our country in this time of need.
0: That's, like, repulsive. I mean, everyone, every all the Asian American community has, like, joined together to agree that that is a repulsive statement. You know,
1: I do, I, I understand what he's going for. I think... Regardless of any, yeah, I understand. Kissing regardless ass of, to your, regardless of your identity, I think it yeah. is in this time where I do believe that is somewhat of a silver lining of this coronavirus is that more than ever I am seeing people uh, volunteering more, donating more. There's been more community outreach, especially yeah. like you, uh, like those are very uplifting stories to me. Where you read about uh, people who are volunteering to get groceries for the elderly, like you didn't see that before. Yeah, yeah quarantine so yeah that aspect of it i understand and i get the sentiment where he wants us to become more proactive in our communities but i take issue with the terminology of showing our americanness because mm-hmm. then if we deconstruct it like what what does he mean by that what does he mean by americanness shouldn't our, shouldn't I... our existence yeah. In America, as American citizens, yeah. be enough.
0: And we are just Americans. How can we show that more? Right. Like what? What? And like, it's exactly yeah. That's by offensive. By wearing
1: red, white, and blue.
0: <laughs> it's internal. It's internalized white supremacy. That's so offensive. Yeah, because I take issue. Sh- basically, it's basically yeah.
1: I mean, similar to How what you? I mean. I'm just piggybacking off of what you're saying. Is that this ideology of Americanness is very white Americanness is what he means by that
0: yeah exactly
1: yeah it's i'm fucking he tired like, young Hey,
0: cool it with the stinky food for a few months ching chongs that's what he's saying <laughs> why don't you, you know, know what i mean where your so r- offensive
1: <laughs> wear your red white and blue <laughs> attire hey,
0: leave your bamboo flute at home <laughs> Maybe don't bring your gong out in public. Like, what the fuck is he talking about?
1: Right, right. He's so, <laughs>
0: your gong, I'm sorry. I'm laughing at my own joke. Hey, maybe stop ringing that gong everywhere you go. Right. You weird Asians.
1: <laughs>
0: um, it is an well, unusual statement yeah, because
1: like, it it puts the onus and, like, the responsibility and the burden of being The victims of discrimination on us again yeah like we're having to work doubly hard it's really weird because you could just as easily say hey racist people in america stop being fucking racist to asians but instead it's like like, as asians you know what guys we got to put our head down and show them that we need to tough this out and i'm like yeah yo This fucking sucks. Like, call it for what it is. I don't want to put my head down and show that I'm this awesome American guy, you know?
0: yeah also you are just an american guy how can you be more of what you are you know what i mean it's it's such internalized like white supremacy where the his gut reaction to when people are being racist to asians was to like like say that we are wrong and side with white people do you know what i mean he's like yeah you know you guys are being racist towards us but we we are being freaking asian like do you know what i mean it just it rubs me in the the wrongest of ways
1: right i mean but uh, the black community went through something similar in the 90s too where it, it's this I think, it's this I
0: think the black community still goes through that today right it's this whole idea of lot like quote-unquote
1: yeah. respectability politics where they're yeah, like because you, you like, gotta dress yeah. you gotta dress less threateningly but that is like yeah, a very ra- it's a race it's a very racially charged judgment Dress yeah. less hood, you dress more white Put on your khakis yeah, and yeah. like put on your Blue button down, make it comfortable yes. For white people in America
0: Yep, exactly, you know what it Reminds me of, I saw this post A long time, years ago on Facebook And they were like, everybody was Like, the f- post was saying Like, oh like, African American People are always like protesting And looting and like just r- super Racist stuff like that, like You guys are like doing all these crimes You should be like martin luther king jr and there was like a picture of him be like this was like a man that we are o- a black man that we are okay with like that yeah and then but then the first comment under the post said wait hold on can you hear that siren should we just keep the sirens in because it's coronavirus living in corona I'm, i live let's next to a hospital let's keep Sucks, the sirens <laughs> <man."> <laughs> the sirens are always going i live next to a goddamn hospital people are just going to the hospital anyway um (laughs) so anyway the first comment (laughs) the first comment under that quote was like okay so you're saying martin luther king jr is your ideal perfect black man and what did you guys do to him you fucking try shot him try to shoot him again, like hosed him down with the water hose. Yeah. Literally like the most peaceful black man that's ever lived in the, in the history of the United States. And like you murdered him. Right. So even when we, w- even when we're being like quote unquote model minority, good Andrew Yang Asians, you, you still hate us. You're still going to hate us. We yeah. can't win that way. Right. Sorry. No, it's okay. I really like the sirens during my little <laughs> spiel. I feel like it added a, delicious little touch <laughs>
1: yeah so yeah. i think i think we're in yeah. agreement here and it's uh, i understand what he's trying to go for in saying like in this very difficult time it's on us to become more uh to, to be more engaged like c- civically in our communities
0: and help each other yeah
1: right but the execution was piss poor and <laughs> Ugh, blaming it on yeah, us for being <laughs> the yeah, target of racist sucked, attacks man. right
0: he I mean that's like a lot of internalized white supremacy. Um also But like uh, I I, I still can't
1: get over the fact he's like, We gotta wear red, white and blue clothing. Dude, can
0: you imagine? He is deranged. The man has lost his goddamn mind. What um, what should I always be eating like a hot dog or something? (laughs) Holding a little flag.
1: But even if (laughs) but even if we did that, let's say I was in Sam's Club, like I was in Costco or Sam's Club, rocking like American, like all over, like all over print American flags, sweat, like jumpsuit. People are still gonna be fucking racist to me if they don't like me for being an Asian person.
0: Yeah, your face is still gonna look Asian to them. (laughs) No matter how many flags you have wrapped around your head. Um, you know. Oh, but, you know, I want to say what, one other thing about, like, how you were saying you, you know where he's coming from. Yeah. I have to say, I feel like I do know where people are coming from that are, like, of a minority group. And who, who especially have, like, family members that are immigrants or stuff like that. Yeah. This idea of, like, keeping your head down and being part of the normal you know like society and doing everything that they want you to do because that's how you keep safe right you know right and i feel like that's a big like immigrant mentality or if you have immigrant parents they want you to like follow all the rules but unfortunately i think what we all know is that even though you're the martin luther king jr of asian people where you're like the most peaceful nice law-abiding citizen they're still gonna shoot you you know what i mean (laughs) They still hate you. <laughs> they don't like your race. It has nothing to do with your behavior, <laughs> right?
1: Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> moving on.
0: <laughs> anyway, moving on.
1: Um, moving
0: on. I don't. I forgot how to talk. I don't even know what to do.
1: Uh, so you asked me earlier how I'm feeling. So as you know, I have been home and I am. Actually, my quarantine has been lifted because I have been locked away in my room for over two weeks. So,
0: oh, so you can go to other parts of your house with your parents. I can chill. I family. can chill
1: with my parents now. The coast oh, is clear. Is,
0: how is that, Brian?
1: <laughs> um, so it is complicated. I, am I'm, I'm still. Lately, I've been trying to be a little bit more positive, and I suggested, I suggested this to you, young me, in that. A lot yeah. of the content that we see surrounding coronavirus is uh, very depressing, and yeah, um, I'm trying to keep things
0: because of Andrew Yang.
1: <laughs> right, it's yeah. all honestly, it's all <laughs> Andrew Yang's fault.
0: <laughs> Why, what's wrong with him? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um,
0: Ruined our lives.
1: So I have been trying to it be m- more yeah. optimistic, and I, yeah, you know, I am very lucky that I am able to be home and like with my family during this really difficult time and mm-hmm. it is I see it as somewhat of a silver lining in that I'm, I'm able to spend more quality time with my parents as a result because yeah. normally I would be in New York and would be working and doing my own thing and mm-hmm. uh, in the process I have been getting in quite a few arguments with my dad because uh-huh. <laughs> And I'm sure there are listeners out there Who are quarantined uh, with their parents And It's Gosh Every time I'm with them It's like It's it's always this balancing act of I just need to Fucking Lose my ego And just Understand that I am Differentiated From my parents And Because And just to agree with whatever they have to say And understand Mm -hmm. that That's not me compromising on what my beliefs are. It's just me. It's just easier that way to not talk back and just, no matter how batshit crazy some of the things they might say are, (laughs) to just like suck it up and be like, okay, you're right, even though, even though, so uh, hard to do, even though though on the inside I might disagree wholeheartedly. Um, You're
0: screaming on the inside,
1: right? And an example of this uh, was, you know, a few days ago. Uh, I ran some errands, I did some errands with my mom um, We went grocery shopping together And we came back home We were eating lunch My dad came home And I was I was Mid-bite into A hamburger And my dad lost his shit Because uh, yeah. It is customary in Korean culture That when the head of the house Comes home You are supposed to stand up And immediately greet them and say something to the yeah. effect of, hello, I'm glad you came home. It's nice to see you. And right. because I was just eating lunch, sitting on my ass, and I didn't do that, my dad lost his fucking mind. <laughs> lost it. <laughs> he was just yelling at oh me. He's like, oh, like, how could you? are so disrespectful. How could you not say hello to me? Like, oh, my God. And then I lost my shit and so yeah you know this is where i was wrong it's just easy like this is what i mean it's easier for me to just take it just take it up the ass and just be like you know what dad you're right i'm sorry (laughs) but no that is a terrible
0: metaphor to use about you and your dad
1: it's quite homophobic
0: (laughs) (laughs) from my dad take it up ass. what my dad has to give me okay brian (laughs) Okay, I get what you're saying. Right. Yes, I totally understand what you're saying. And so, but you, yeah. So
1: I talked back at him and I said, you know, you could easily just have said, uh, clearly, you saw me first. That's what upset you. You saw me not right. uh, <laughs> not talk to you. What's, yeah. sto- what's stopping you from saying hello to your own son? If y- normally, when you're the first person to see someone, if you see them on the street, it's kind of on you to be like, oh, hey, what's up, man? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You could have, you could have yeah. just as easily said, "Oh, hey, Brian, it's good to see you. Yes, I like. How was, uh, how was your day?" But no, yeah. You just stand there silently, w- getting furious, waiting, judging, <laughs> judging.
0: <laughs> <laughs> angrily stand. But I mean, he was upset at you because in Korean culture, you're supposed to do that to the, to your parents,
1: like, and then to your the I, elder person, I right? I know, and it's like I see. But then, then I criticize, like, the whole system that's in place, this fucking archaic yeah. Korean, like, I am the elder, you must bow. And I'm like, ah! You're like,
0: like Dad, I didn't see you. You were standing behind me, breathing down my neck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's been a lot of, um, it's a lot, of, like, it'll be friction that manifests then, yeah. like that, you know?
0: Wait, how, how did that fight end?
1: I apologized to him. (laughs) The fight ended where uh, I went to my room. I took a nap. And then uh, I I went to my dad and I apologized to him. And I said, because here's another thing. Asian parents, they're not going to fucking apologize to you. Immigrant parents, they are not going to say, hey, I was thinking about earlier. I kind of lost it there. and I apologize for that. We're both at fault. Yeah. You will never, ever hear that from your immigrant (laughs) parents. Saying it, I'm like, I'm laughing because it's just so impossible that. Yeah. Right. So the onus is on me, obviously. I just want, I I just, I don't want it to be awkward with my family. They were all there to witness me lose my shit. And then how I should have just taken it up the butt instead. (laughs) (laughs) so i apologized to him and i said hey i understand why you're upset i should have done this which is i should have greeted you you're the head of the household i should have greeted you i'm sorry and yeah what was funny though is my dad was like yeah you know i understand like here like he never see i don't think it registers in him that anything he did was wrong you know oh really no it's like 100% i'm at fault because wow, how would he know any different? Again, he it, it probably was a hundred thousand times worse for him and his parents. Right. So that's just what he's used to, and yeah, what he so s- he
0: didn't hear you when you wh- when you <sighs> were arguing with him. Like he didn't hear your points. Oh no, he
1: heard it, and then it made him really upset because he's like, "I'm not your fucking friend. What do you mean I say hi to you? I'm not your fucking <laughs> friend."
0: No, no, I mean I know he heard heard it physically heard it, but it, he didn't like absorb the info no didn't like he didn't uh, d- didn't yeah.
1: absorb the info but wh- what I've, <laughs> i'm i trying to have a sense of humor about it because again when i have conflicts yeah. with my parents it's just easier. like i said it's just easier for me to just suck it up and be like you know what you're right yeah. but
0: yep it, that's what that's what andrew yang wants you to do <laughs> what's but what, you know what brian <laughs> it's your fault actually because you were not wearing an American flag. No, right honestly,
1: it was my fault because I wasn't wearing my all-over Korean flag print jumpsuit when yeah. I said hi to my dad. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's that's on you, Brian. That's, that's all, all you. I
1: should have fucking code switched in that moment. But it, I, it <laughs> is really funny though because you know when when I apologized to my dad, he did say he's like, you know, it's really concerning to me because what you did was very disrespectful uh mm-hmm. to me as your father and it just concerns me how what your interpersonal relationships are like on your day-to-day basis because you're just so disrespectful. Like you're operating and ass- he, no he's like you're operating and assuming yeah. that I should say hello to you. Do you just go into rooms and expect people to say hello to you? If you if you're <laughs> if you're that kind of person <laughs> who walks into a room yeah. and expects someone to say hello to you I'm sorry, but you're not gonna get that far in life. And I was just smiling. L- I was just smiling to myself because I was like, "Dad, this is l- that is literally what you do, and this is why we're having this argument right
0: now." <laughs> He's like, "What kind of psycho just expects to walk into a room and have everyone bow and say hello to them?" <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> that is amazing.
1: Right, but in that moment, oh I God. I learned. I learned better that you know. It's I'm just like you know what. They're not gonna change. We're not gonna change our parents. It is what it is. I'm just gonna suck it up and just say, you know what, you're right. And now I totally understand what Andrew Yang is saying, and I I reverse my statement
0: (laughs) because there's no. I guess we can't. Well, I mean, yeah. All right. So for our listener,
1: for our listeners out there, you guys gotta just fucking suck it up. Put on your American
0: flag. Bikini. <laughs> um, no, no, I mean, there are parallels between your story and the Andrew Yang story, and that's why I was saying I understand people who, especially, have immigrant parents or immigrants in their families that like sort of you can't win, so you gotta like follow the rules even though they're not fair forever. Like I, I totally get that. Right. But, but it's also like, come on, man, how how much longer do we have to put up with this? It's time to <laughs> fight now. You know what I mean? Like we've been putting up with this bullshit for you know like. Chinese people have been in America for like 200 years now. Yeah. They're like fourth generation Chinese people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and they're still having to fucking put a tape of American flag to their car to prove <laughs> what? That we're American. We're a fucking Americans.
1: Right, right, right.
0: Uh, anyway, sorry. <laughs> so I'm sorry that you're going through that with your family. Your dad sounds hilarious. You know, I saw a picture of your dad at your sister's house and he, your dad's kind of like cool looking. He looks like, um, he looks like he plays, like, the cello or something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Everyone like that. says he has, that like, about that him.
0: Artsy, like, he has, like, the artsy old Asian guy vibe. Not, like, the, like, strict Asian guy vibe. Yeah. It's like, he has long gray hair.
1: Yeah. it. But don't be deceived, young me. <laughs> it's a trick. <laughs> it's a <laughs> <laughs> How are you feeling? I
0: believe you. He looks... Oh, um. well, I guess... I. Well, like everyone else, I am in quarantine with my family. My family, though, only consists of my son. And I guess there's a lot of there's uh, there's something that I was thinking about when you were telling your story, because and I know a lot of people are probably getting into a lot of fights with their family, just like Brian and his dad. Um, and me, like my son, the other like he's six. So it's like every time I ask him to do something. Yeah. It's like he's just like, no. And it's like a lot like it's just like always like a conversation that i have to have with him and i'm just like please just do it like please just please is that normal for his age
1: to just say no
0: like yeah everything well it's like you know like even we'll go outside for a bike ride and i'm like okay you want to go for a bike ride so put your helmet on and it's like takes him like 30 minutes to do it and you know like they just have to do everything you can't you can't do things for them like they have to learn how to do stuff you know young me i and think so it's like I, me,
1: I, I think you gotta go immigrant mom style and just whoop his ass <laughs> <laughs> I s- I <laughs>
0: no, no obviously i'm not gonna hit him but i'm like t- at times i'm i always like i always think like on these like really frustrating moments where i'm like yeah i can see why people fucking hit their kids man yes it will feel so nice right now 100 they're, like, they're being so mean they're like he's being so mean to me he's like no don't no and i'm like why are you talking to me like that and then he like screams at me and i'm like dude i am being i'm why are you screaming at me yeah anyway, so the other day i did, the, see, I did this snap, is but this is do, you like this is
1: yeah. but your your patience is getting tested when we're in a time of corona and quarantine where we're just sitting on our ass all yeah. day but think about yeah. our immigrant moms who are working like 15 hours a day seven days a week yeah and we're like annoying yeah. little shits we deserve to get They're hit
0: they are gonna pop us <laughs> gonna pop us in the mouth <laughs> my, my mom would hit me so hard anyway so no i so the, no but i have to say with quarantine it's harder because you're you're trapped with kids all 24 hours it, Like this is so this is this is never like we had no nothing like this when i was a kid like my mom would just make me go outside anyway so the other day i like got upset at me i was just like i was just like just i would i didn't know what to say so i just talked to him like a like he was an adult i was like oh my god like all day long you just keep saying no to me and it's so frustrating and like i just wish that you would just do stuff <laughs> and like i, th- I was like i was like oh and i was like dude i I'm just so imagine un- you, you're so I'm, annoying i'm imagining yeah. you
1: like it's like those couples like into fights in public in new york where you're just like yeah. yelling on a street corner in new york yeah. <laughs> with mino
0: yeah <laughs> No, but so I was just like, I was just telling him like, dude, come on, like just do this, whatever. And then, and then afterward, um, so I was telling him because I had to do like a work call Mm -hmm. at 7 p.m. Mm -hmm. And I told him that I was going to do some work. Okay. And then that's when he started acting like really out of hand. And then after I was like, I lost my temper and I was like, oh my God, like you always say no to everything that I'm doing. It's really frustrating. And then after that I was just like, he was like, Oh, I thought you were gonna go to work, like leave the apartment and leave me here by myself. And you were like, That would and be like, that oh. would be an absolute
1: dream come true if I could do that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was like, oh, no. I was like, no, honey, I'm going to I'm just going to take a phone call in the other room. But I was just telling you so you don't come into the room while I'm in there. And he was like, oh, so he was acting out because he was he thought I was going to leave him. Yeah. And it was kind of sad. And I was like, I I told him, I was like, I'm not I'm never going to I can never leave this apartment again. We're here (laughs) forever. (laughs) But I felt kind of sad, like, because, you know, it's hard for them to communicate stuff. And then I also, like, try to remember that, you know, like, when we were kids, things feel so big. Like, when you're scared, you're so scared. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I try to remember that. Like, I always keep that in mind. Like, that is, it's probably just a hundred times scarier for him, whatever is going on.
1: Yeah. My niece I is, wait, wait, so be. my niece is with me, and she's five yeah. years old. And it's uh-huh. really funny to think how this whole situation of coronavirus is probably going to be her first memory
0: yeah i think mino too
1: right like when they're like 35 or 40 their first memory is probably going to be like man like remember when we were indoors for 80 hours a day (laughs) that was fun
0: Yeah, and, and Mino's always like, I wish, we, I wish it was before Corona. Like, <laughs> it must feel like, it feels like years for us. It must feel like he's been doing this for like 10 years. Oh
1: my, you're just like a, you're, <laughs> Mino's Benjamin Button now, where he's just like a fucking yeah. senile 90-year-old man at this point.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it literally must feel like it's never ending. Poor kids.
1: Oh. Um, What's that weird I'm noise? I'm just
0: going to say that race, uh, that's probably, I don't know. My cat, maybe? Okay. I'm going to say... Okay, so the thing about the racism and people hating Chinese people and East Asian people... And I see a lot of um, East Asian people online arguing with these people that are racist. And I just want to say, like, the issue is that they're never... They're never going to... And they always argue with, like, facts or, like, ethics. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's, like, all these arguments about is it correct... What kind of animal should you eat? Is it is it gross if you eat that? What and then they they all like break down like and then it gets into these like long winded
1: Right yeah, yeah, it's conversations. like conversations. It's like a cyclical leftist Twitter, like what's the proper yeah. way like to not be problematic conversations, yeah.
0: Yeah, but they're like, you know, obviously arguing with open racists online who are calling it it's like China's fault, China virus, blah blah blah. Sure. The, the issue with these people is that they already hate East Asian people or Asian people or people that are different than them. They already hated us. This is just a reason for them to be open with it. Right. So you can't win an argument against them because no matter what facts you throw at them, it doesn't matter because it's all emotions. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I like, I just want to tell people like, take care of yourself. Like obviously it's very noble for you to try to, educate people online but it's just gonna be so damaging because you're literally just arguing with somebody about how they hate you for absolutely no reason do you know what I mean right right like you're not gonna you're not gonna speak truth into their and then one day they're gonna be like oh you're right blah 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 do you know what I mean like yeah just like I just want to say like it is very noble and I'm like very excited when I see people like standing up for you know against racist people but like unfortunately it's just like an argument you're not going to win. It's like it's like your dad. You just got to walk away.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you just got to you just you got to sadly put on your, your your American flag jumpsuit and yeah. walk away.
0: <laughs> Wait, I don't want I don't know if that sounded like me being like No, no, no. Like give up the fight. Like no. it's obviously we should definitely argue with these people online, but we're arguing the wrong points. We can't do the facts. We have to just be like, "Hey, why do you hate I com- I
1: completely agree with you. It's like you know you're like yeah. arguing with a brick wall, essentially. Yeah, and they
0: already had that emotion.
1: And if the they've l- just
0: been waiting for an excuse to let it out in the open, you know.
1: But if that movie crash, which one the uh, which is probably one of the worst movies <laughs> to ever win the best film uh Oscar, has taught us anything, yeah, it's that in order to change a racist mind. Maybe, maybe if you're an Asian person out there, maybe you're gonna see a uh, vitriolic, racist ass person get into a car accident, and his car's flipped over, <laughs> and it's about to explode, and you coincidentally might be holding a bat, and you have to, and you you put your hand in there and save them from the car. Odds are yeah. that racist ass person will probably still be racist to you. <laughs> so there is no <laughs> <a> winning. <laughs> <laughs> they're still gonna call it china virus (laughs) so
0: you know what (laughs) who gives a shit man (laughs) so that's how we're gonna end this episode who nothing's ever gonna change and uh who gives a shit
1: (laughs) um but for for listeners out there uh if you're looking for some you know some shit to do i highly recommend uh, i've been watching a lot of movies that's definitely Helps me keep my sanity these days, and oh, you have
0: a movie list for us,
1: right? Yeah. Um, so I highly recommend that you guys check out this movie called Shoplifters. It's on Hulu. Uh, it's a Japanese movie that What's was that? it was in the Cannes Film Festival last year. Ooh, super good. Yeah, that's my that's my recommendation. Ooh. See Shoplifters, and I recently saw this movie called Pain and Glory, which is a Spanish movie with Antonio Banderas, and it's on Amazon Prime. It's super good.
0: Ooh, yeah. Maybe I'll watch that.
1: Yeah. What about you, young me?
0: Um, I mean, I like Ozark. If you guys haven't watched Ozark, that's really good. Okay,
1: I haven't seen it. I'm gonna check it
0: there's out. There's three. There's three seasons.
1: Well, you know what? I, all I have is time. So if it's 20 seasons, I'm oh fucking done. Oh my god, it's time. I'm actually I'm yeah. holding out for the Sopranos. I have never seen the Sopranos.
0: Ooh, you and, should do it.
1: But I don't. for For whatever reason, I've made that my rock bottom. Where like, if I decide mm-hmm. to commit to Sopranos, that's how I know shit's gone bad for me mentally. <laughs>
0: Well, <laughs> I mean, how could how could things get any worse, Brian? <laughs> this is this is the time for you to watch The Sopranos. I don't know how
1: long quarantine is going to be. I want to wait maybe another week. So, uh, guys, I understand that the situations are different. Uh, you may not be listening to the podcast as much as before. That's totally fine. Where our schedules are all totally wacky and crazy. But if you
0: can, please promote it and tell your friends to listen because our numbers are low. <laughs>
1: Are we, we're like the worst self promoters. We're like, our numbers are low. We're
0: not. You can tell your friends about it or not.
1: Um. But I just want to say thank you if you guys are uh, quarantined and you're still sticking around and listening to this podcast because uh, Young Me and I like making it and providing it for you guys because it keeps us this sane. It means everything. Right.
0: And w- thank you so much for reaching out and for all your nice DMs. They really mean the world to me.
1: <laughs> she said very <laughs> disingenuously.
0: <laughs> no, I meant it. I'm just lethargic because <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I guess that's it.
1: That's it. All right. Thank you guys. All right. And oh, 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 oh wait, 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 young wait, What? What?
0: What? Instagram what? Live. Oh, oh, Instagram Live. You guys, we're gonna we're doing Instagram Live weekly, Monday nights, eight p.m. eight p.m.
1: Eastern Standard, Standard time. time,
0: EST. Yeah. So eight p.m. for New York City. 5 p.m. for California. What time is that at where you are, Brian? I'm
1: in Mountain Time, so it's 6 p.m.
0: Ooh, okay. Yeah. So we're going to do um, Instagram live on our Instagram page, at Feeling Asian Podcast.
1: Right. And, uh, yeah, so Me and I did it for the first time last week, and it was, you know, super-duper fun. Super fun. And yep. essentially, it's just like a check-in, and it's just a fun conversation to be had with everyone. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, and we'll answer your
0: questions. And then we'll ask you
1: guys questions. Yay. All right. Bye, guys.
0: Bye.